0: The Most Important People in the World With Charles Berman and Jonathan Berman Featuring interviews with people with interesting viewpoints which, if true, could make them the most important people in the world Let's meet one of them now all right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Most Important People in the World podcast. Uh, my name is Charles Berman, and uh, we have with me uh, my co-host... Uh,
1: Jonathan Berman.
0: Yes, and uh, we have with us very important guest on the line, ladies and gentlemen, from the Church of Facts, Pastor Bill Jenkins, who I believe is one of the most uh, foremost experts in the world on the number 15. Uh, Pastor Jenkins, thank you for coming on the program with us.
2: Oh, well, thank you for having me, and looking forward to the time we have to spend together to talk about 15 in 2015. Absolutely. It, it,
1: that, that, oh, that's quite the coincidence.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, now, it, it absolutely is. Now, it, would you say that the number 15, the findings that you've made about it, are connected with this year, 2015?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, every year what I do is I get a vision for my church, and uh, I release it because I want to see people succeed. I want to see them be blessed. I want to see them prosper in every way. And so last year, leading up to the beginning of 2015, I just felt in my heart that I needed to look at 15 and begin to study it, both in the world and in the Bible, to see what kind of message that it had for us to set us up for success in the coming year.
1: So, uh, now, this, this is a podcast, and if someone is listening to this podcast in the year 2016 or 2017, will your message still be relevant to them?
2: Well, I think the message will still be relevant. There's still a positive message, an encouraging message, a hopeful message, that we can find in the Bible through the number 15. And so, although I believe that it is helpful to get it in 2015, I believe that it isn't just a time-sensitive message I believe that this message is a word that will um, be a word that will last well beyond this year.
0: So you said it was just last year, it seems like, that you first started getting interested in the number 15. How how did the number 15 catch your attention, and and what sort of message have you taken from that number for
2: us? Well, 15 really came as a result of us entering into 2015, and so I wanted to begin to – find that there was any significance and when I began to research it I saw that 15 was connected to sports in that in tennis 15 represents the first point scored in a game major league baseball has 30 teams but they have 15 in the American 15 in the national even bull, billiards or pool has 15 numbered pools backgammon begins with each side having 15 checkers and rugby which is not a popular sport in America has 15 players on the field at all times and the number 15 is worn by the starting fullback, who is really the center of attention. In the NFL, there's four 15-minute quarters. If You get a, uh, you can get a 15-yard penalty for unsportsmanlike conduct. Unsportsmanlike this happens to have 15 letters in it. But it's not just in the sports world. It's in government. Uh, the president has 15 connected to him because there's 15 executive departments that make up the cabinet. Our 15th president was James Buchanan. He was the only president that wasn't married, and Kentucky became the 15th state in 1792. And so I begin to look and find that it's connected to sports, government, even in the entertainment world. Taylor Swift had a song named 15. Marilyn Manson was infatuated with the number 15. He had a song entitled 15, but he also has a tattoo behind his left ear that is the number 15. The Beatles had 15 number one uh, albums. There's a restaurant called 15, a punk rock band called 15, a puzzle called 15, a movie on the big screen, and a movie on the TV. There's even a soap opera on Nickelodeon for teenagers called 15. So it's really an everyday part of our life in the world sports, entertainment, politics. And I wanted to see what it had for the word as well from the Bible to begin to speak to us too.
0: Well that's that's really an incredible number of instances of, of, of the number fifteen. Do do you think that means for us that, that in two thousand fifteen we should, you know, play sports and or, or do something to do with the president or, or, or try to enact these
2: things that have or to get do with fifteen? Yeah. Well, I, I think we need to be watching what is going to happen in two thousand and fifteen. I don't believe it's a coincidence. I believe that it's something that we need to keep our eyes on. So look for things to happen in the president's cabinet. Look for there to be changes. Just watch the news. Keep your eyes open. See what happens. I live in Indianapolis, and just the other day the mayor uh, announced that he was going to add 115 police to our department in 2015 to the police department. Well, I have a good uh relationship with the mayor but i don't tell him to add 115 officers to the staff and so i just believe as we watch this you're going to see 15 something big happen as a matter of fact just in the NCA football you had ohio state win in my book i even talk about red being the color for 2015 what color is it, ohio state red if you look the main player who ran the ball a lot he was the number 15. So you're going to see 15 pop up in a lot of places as you're aware, as you're conscientious, as you really uh, just open your mind to it. You're going to see 15 pop up in a lot of unusual places in 2015. And if you look, all right. Oh, so go ahead.
0: Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, listeners, if you're out there, keep watching the news then. keep you're, you're probably going to see something in the news to do with the president, something in the news to do with the sports because of the number 15. You know, if you look at
1: the Bible, a lot of biblical numerology lists, um, you get to 12 and then you get to 40, and they don't put anything in between. So it's a little bit unusual to, to look at 15 in the Bible. Um, so So what have you found in the Bible about 15?
2: Well, you couldn't be more right. And I love the fact that you know you're with me. You're insightful. You're already ahead of the game because you know that one through twelve is mentioned. It is prominent numbers in the Bible. But when you start going after the number twelve, then you got to go to thirty, forty, fifty, and seventy in order for some numbers to be identifiable. And so when I began to study fifteen in the Bible, I found to my surprise that there was forty-two mentions. Of the number 15. Now, I wrote a book in five days. It was published in 15 days just by, uh, you know, I believe uh, natural and divine coincidence. But I never expected that I was going to see 42 mentioned in, or 42 times 15 mentioned in the Bible. And when I did, I began to lay those scriptures out and I realized that there was a five fold theme that all of those 42 scriptures revolved around that I believe set us up for success in this coming year
0: number 42 is significant. Does that hold any answers for us in your
2: mind? Well, for, yeah, 42. I don't know. All I know about 42 is uh, Jackie Robinson. So I don't know about 42 in the Bible. I'm doing one year at a time. Hopefully i live to 2042. Right now I'm focusing on 15. Well,
0: <laughs> well that's definitely sport related. I've,
1: I've, I've yeah. heard the argument made that um, ancient uh, people didn't necessarily use numbers or think about numbers in the same way that we do today. For example, 40 years in the desert might be sort of a way of saying many, many years in the desert. Uh, so do you think that 15 should be interpreted literally? Or there may be...
2: Absolutely. Um, I, I think even you mentioned 40. 40 is a number of testing and trial. I have one chapter in my book, 15 by Bill Jenkins, and I have a chapter that has the different meanings of numbers. And I don't identify it. I don't define it. I let the Bible define it by what it sets us up to believe. So whenever it's mentioned, then we take what it's defining itself with, and then we use that as a definition. And so you mentioned 40. 40 is a number of tests in trial. It rained 40 days during the flood. Well, guess what? That's a time of testing trial. Moses spent 40 years in the wilderness. Jesus spent 40 days in the wilderness as he prayed and as he fasted. So I, I do believe that these numbers are specific. A lot of times we don't realize that out of the 31,000 scriptures in the Bible, one out of six is connected with a number. And I don't believe that's accident or happenstance, that those specific numbers are put there. They're put there for a reason. They're up to us to help identify and define it based upon what it reveals to us. We don't need to do anything to help out God. Just let it speak to us and then we can find out what it literally means in our lives. So, so you think God intentionally put these
0: numbers uh, in the Bible with meaning so that we could interpret the numbers?
2: Absolutely. I believe that every single word in the Bible is there for a reason, and it's our job to kind of uh, research, find out, study. The Bible tells us to study it, to show ourselves approved unto God a workman that need not be ashamed. Now, here's the thing. you got to go to somebody qualified. You can't just go to anybody. If you've got a dental problem, you don't go to a mechanic to fix your teeth. So if you've got a spiritual problem, you got to be careful who you go to. You can't just go to anybody. you got to go to a professional. And so just like you have doctors, there's good doctors, bad doctors, you go to a lawyer if you got a legal problem, there's good, bad, good lawyers, bad lawyers, there's bad preachers and good preachers. But you got to go to a professional, somebody who's sincere, somebody who's serious, somebody who's full of integrity, and somebody who has a past, really, that, you know, uh, uh, you can, you know, uh, kind of set you up to believe in them because they've been successful in the past. And so, yeah, I definitely believe we need so to you, lean upon people you're that are professional to, to someone, help us understand, to tell us these you things. understand this. And How would you know
0: if you would come across a, a preacher who maybe wasn't that professional, who was reading things into the Bible that weren't there? How would you be able to tell?
2: Well, I think you'd be able to tell based on the integrity of their life. You'd be able to tell based upon you know, how they present things. You know, I'm not here to present a message of numerology or something weird. I'm here to give people a message of hope, to help them see things clear, and to really helps set them up for success. I believe that God is in our lives. The Word of God has been given to help us to be more successful. And I believe as we lean upon God, as we lean upon His Word, I believe that's going to help us in our lives. And so, you know, All you got to do is judge somebody by their fruits. Look at their fruits. You know, I'm a uh, husband. I'm a father. I believe one of the most crucial things, before I have the ability to go preach to somebody else, I believe I've got to live it in my own life. In other words, I believe I've got to be a good husband before I can be a good pastor. I've got to be a good father before I can go out there and lead other people. And so it starts with those things that we can look, identify, judge people based upon their fruits not the outward appearance but judge them upon their heart their integrity they judge them based upon their past judge them based upon their faithfulness and if they've been faithful if they're following the word of god attempting to be in right standing with the lord then those are people that i think you know have the ability to speak into our lives maybe more so than those who aren't absolutely
0: absolutely thank you now um when you when you look in the Bible and you, and you see all these instances of the number thirteen, I, now that's I think that's a very I'm sorry fifteen, 15. that's a very uh, perceptive um, thing to do, and I think a lot of people when they read the Bible don't don't know to look at the numbers that that closely. That a lot of people will just say, okay, well he, there are twelve. That's the number of apostles. That's just how many there were, or something like that. Um, now, wh- why do you think it is that it's not it's not so common to catch Uh, the importance of numbers in the Bible, that only some people know how to interpret these messages that, that, that God is putting in there?
2: Well, it's not that I think that, you know, I have some kind of inside track to the Lord, and that I'm super special, and that I have, you know, the message of the hour. But as you study, and as you you know, get into the Word, you know, you have the opportunity to, to, to gain more understanding to give to people. And so I think a lot of times because we get in a hurry or maybe we're reading another version of the Bible, than a version that can be clear to us and help us to understand, we miss things. And so I think when we go to the Word, we can't just go to get a Word. We've got to go to just know God. And as we have a pure heart, as we open ourselves up, as we just study the Word to have a desire to know Him more, those things can become real in our hearts. And so there are some things that the average, ordinary, church-going person might miss that a true man or woman of God is able to pick up on and give in order to help other people.
1: Now, you mentioned um, seeing these patterns in things, um, out, in, in addition to the Bible, in things like sports and in the presidents. Um, how, how, how do you approach uh, life to sort of see patterns in the noise of life? Uh, how do you sort things out?
2: Well, I use the Bible as my guidebook. So when I have a question, when I'm needing an answer, when I am seeking direction, I use the Bible as my guidebook. And so I believe the Word of God is interesting, it's fascinating, it's got information in there. I think too often what we have done is we have made the Word of God, we have made church, and we have made serving God— into be something dead, dull, dry, something that's boring, something that isn't exciting, but I believe it ought to be the most exciting thing in the world. You know, we talk about Disneyland being the happiest place on the earth. Well I believe we have the potential to make the church the happiest place on the earth. Sometimes because people have lived one way in church, another way out of church, there's sometimes people don't want to go to church. They may love God, but they don't like his children sometimes. And so I think we gotta change that. I think we gotta shift the paradigm. We've got to change the momentum. We need to offer people in this world something besides just beating them upside the head and telling them, you know, they're going to hell and all of this stuff. I believe we need to offer them a message of hope, a message of love, a message of salvation, and a message that they can be successful, not just as they know the person of Christ, but as they apply the principles of Christ.
0: Well, that's a great message. And how, how do you think that we can use 15, especially num- the number 15, to be successful?
1: Yeah, well, actually, well, I think we need to, to get this this in because we want people to go out and find your book and look at it. So, answer Charles's question, but also I think since we're getting um, within ten minutes of the end, you know, try
2: and plug yourself a little bit. Find, you know, well, we I appreciate you again having me on, and uh, I did. This book is a great book. It's on Amazon. It's on ebook Kindle. Um, It's on uh, Barnes & Noble website, and you can go to our website, www.churchofact.org. And the basic premise, to answer your question, for the book, everything really revolves around the fact that the 42 mentions of the number 15 really set us up for some good things. One of the things that I'm declaring for 2015, based on the number 15 in the Bible, is that it's a year of addition. It's a year of extension, where maybe 2014 handed you some bad things, but God is going to turn things around. There was a king in the Bible who, in the 14th year of his reign, the Bible says, was handed a death. And the prophet of God knocked on his door said, you're about to die, you're not going to live long, so get your affairs in order. Then the prophet turned and left, and Hezekiah, who got that word, went and he prayed. He prayed so hard, so intensely, so fervently that God changed his mind and sent the prophet back to let him know that not only were you going to not die in your 14th year as king, but you're going to get a 15-year extension. And so I believe it's going to be a year when God is going to add and extend. He's going to bless. He's going to bring increase into people's lives. I mean, just look at the things that's going on in the economy right now, even in America. Gas prices go down, we see people feeling better about things, we see jobs begin to increase, things are on the move, the tide is turning, and the momentum is shifting. Even another thing that I mention in my book 15 is that it's the year of the God center, a year of divine connection, where God is going to put people in your life that are going to elevate you and not bring you down. I say there are two kinds of people. There's thorns in the flesh, and there's God sends. God, thorns, Thorns in the flesh—they'll prick you, they irritate you, they aggravate you, they—they they keep you from going to another level. But a godsend like John the Baptist, who came on the scene in the New Testament, the Bible said, in the 15th year of Tiberius Caesar, he came and he changed the momentum, he shifted the tide. So look for people to come into your life who are going to elevate you, help take you to another level. They're not going to drag you down or keep you on the level you're at. but They're going to help thrust you into a new realm in 2015, and I believe it's going to help you to experience one of the best years of your life. That's
0: fantastic. Now, I I did want to ask – oh, go go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: I, I just
1: want to say I'm sitting here at my desk, and I'm looking at a box of Honey Nut Cheerios, and it says right on the box, big letters, 15 grams of whole wheat, whole grain per so serving, has, yeah. and that is like a sign that from God to
0: That has to do with to 15 me.
2: and wholeness and, there. Um. And wheat. And, and see, it's crazy, but you're going to notice 15 everywhere. I mean, I'm talking Aflac the Cheerios. You're going to see 15 everywhere in our society. Keep your eyes open. Pay attention. Get my book, 15. I'm telling you, it's an interesting read. It's 150 pages. Once you start, you won't stop. It's really getting great reviews and the word is getting out. You get it on Amazon, get it on Kindle ebook, go to my website, www.churchofacts.org. Go to Barnes and Noble website. It's on ebay. My goodness, if it's on ebay, you know it's everywhere. So get a copy of this book and I believe it'll be a blessing that to is, you.
1: There have to be at least fifteen ways to buy it. <laughs> yes. That- <laughs> Before we
0: go, I was just curious because it, this just came to mind, and I, I just I wondered if it came to your mind too. Did you look at back a hundred years at nineteen fifteen and see if that if there was any fifteen related things then that might repeat in two thousand and
2: fifteen? What I did do was take every fifteen fifteen scripture in the Bible, so every book of the Bible that had a fifteenth chapter and a fifteenth verse, I begin to. Put that out there in my book, and I begin to give you just a one-word explanation of what that Scripture means and how you can apply it to your life in 2015. Listen, that's my prayer that things turn around in everybody's life. You may have gone through a rough time the last few years. The economy, maybe a divorce, lost a loved one, maybe somebody died. I don't know what difficulty you may have personally faced, but I believe this is a year when things are going to turn around and I believe God is going to reveal his glory and I believe he's going to have something wonderful for you. In 2015. That's
0: that's very good news. And I'm going to tell you, I was worried because, you know, you, it's 2015. Of course, the 15 is related to the uh, all the 15s in the Bible and the meanings there. But then I started to realize 1915 was World War One, and I was starting to worry if, if this would be a year of war like 1915. But but this is actually going to be a year of, of glory and, and prosperousness, right?
2: Yeah, and I do believe that. However, I do believe there is judgment that is facing the earth. Now, you have to have me on another time if you want me to go into that, but we're about to face in 2015 four blood moons that is connected prophetically to the end times, but I don't think we have enough time tonight to go into that, but you have to have me back on and we can go into greater detail oh, well, about yes, absolutely.
1: I have to do that sometime before before the end times. Uh...
2: Hopefully. <laughs> yes. We're,
0: we're not too close. Right? We're not, we're not right at the end times.
2: Well, I do believe that it, it, it's all, you know, a part of your perspective. It's all relevant. I mean, you know, we've been around for at least 6,000 years. Some people think we've been around for millions of years. So if you put it into perspective, I do believe we're living in that last of the last days, and I do believe that the coming of the Lord is soon but i believe that we're living in a dispensation of grace where god is offering his love and offering us his forgiveness and now is the time for us to take advantage of it so don't wait until it's too late do it now make it right with god do your part and make sure that you invite the lord into your heart and to your life
0: absolutely now uh i will just go over the, the all the numbers again the there's a 150 pages in the book now I noticed that is, if, if you actually multiply 15 by 10, you get 100. Now, is
2: that a coincidence? There's, is that another manifestation Listen. of 15? You, you, you guys are on it. I never dreamed in a million years when I started this book that it would end up being 150 pages. But when it was all said and done, that's what it was. Got the one, got the five. You guys are on it. So I love your heart, man. I love you guys. Uh, You're flowing good. So I I love that you guys are seeing it, and you're going to see it everywhere. It's going to be everywhere. You're going to hear it on the TV, hear it on the radio, read it in books, see it on the box of a Honey Nut Cheerios. Affleck's going to be talking about it. The Duck's going to be quacking about 15 in 2015. So I'm telling you, you're going to begin to be very aware, conscientious of how 15 is invading our society.
1: In 2015. You can, you can save 15% or more by switching to Geico. Hey, that's another 15. There you go. Well, pa- <laughs> Pastor Jenkins, I, I really want to thank and, you and, for, for coming on. The- today is January 15th.
0: You're right. We are recording 15, this 15.
2: on the 15th of January. Uh. Fifteen, fifteen. So you got two 15.
0: Yeah, that, no, that couldn't be more propitious um i know ladies and gentlemen i just want you to listen to this look out look in your daily life i I'm, I'm starting to really believe this if you keep looking for the number 15 you will find it in many places
1: yes and if you want to be a, a guest or give us feedback or um tell us you don't like us please uh Please email us most important people in the world at gmail.com. Yes,
0: Pastor Jenkins, thank you so much for coming on the program with us. Once again, the name of the book is 15. Uh, it's uh, by uh, Bill Jenkins and you can find this on Amazon and eBay, correct?
2: Amazon eBay, Barnes and Noble website, Kindle ebook, my website www.churchofacts.org. but get it because I believe as you read these pages, I believe it's going to help you have a great and prosperous year. Fantastic!
0: Thank you again for coming on the program. Pastor Bill Jenkins from the Church of Facts here on The Most Important People in the World. Uh, This has been me, uh, Charles Berman. Jonathan Berman. Thank you for listening, and uh, tune in again next time if you want to hear it. You've been listening to The Most Important People in the World. With feedback or guest ideas, contact us at mostimportantpeopleintheworld@gmail.com. at gmail.com.